Kali Mera Kalispera, wherever time you are watching. This is Mappa. I'm Stel. I'm joined by Thaso. Our guest right here is a now Salamina legend of the UK football scene. Come on. What's going on, brother? Hi, Stel. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Well, I was well, going to well, say long time no see, man, but come on. It's been a few days. But I saw you on Saturday, yeah. Yeah. That's it. No, it's good to see you still. How are you, Basso? Okay. I'm fine, thank you. Everything's great. Lovely. Uh, thank you. Bomba, bomba. Well, bro, thank you for bomba. coming on this pod. It's been, uh, it's been a difficult, uh, I'd say, journey trying to get you on here because I'm busy, you're busy. We didn't know how we were going to attack this, but we, we came up with a plan. Jekyll men plan. <laughs> and we're here. That's it. Bro, before we talk about yeah. Salamina, I know yeah. you used to play in what used to be known as the Goba League, which doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Now, no. I was speaking to uh, the Abea Agrodiri head coach about this earlier, and he didn't know about it. But I had to explain to him that, you know, there were, there were various teams that were competing against each other. It was a Cypriot League with a few uh, Turkish clubs. I think Komikebero, Turkish club, if I'm not mistaken, I think I might I be wrong. Uh, Northern Cyprus, sure. maybe. Yeah, they, they, they had a... They, they were, I think they were Greek Cypriot, but they had a, a special thing going on there where you could only play for them if you were from that village. Apparently. Oh, that I didn't know. Okay, correct. Yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. So, yeah. just Which for the good. benefit of... they're still of going. They're still playing in the Barlet League, I think. Yeah. Adults. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, well, there you go. So, I stand corrected. There you go. There you go. I didn't do my research, clearly. But can you tell us a bit about this league? Because I remember going to football games with you and Yan... And you guys always used to talk about your games and what's that, and you, yeah. like proper assessments, like tactical stuff. I'm sitting thinking, what's going on here? It, um, well, it, I know Salamina started in 1974, and I think the league was put, put together um, not long after that. And it, it was um, basically a league put together where so many people, obviously after the, the troubles in Cyprus, the war in Cyprus, so many immigrants came over, and obviously being a football country, they love their football over there. And... They created so many teams and created their own league. And it just took off. The, the, the um, whole Greek Cypriot community would, would um, follow it. They'd have their teams. They'd get good crowds. And it would actually be a good level. For, for Sunday football, especially in the, I'd say, in the early, early days, um, maybe not so towards the end, but for, for, for Sunday football, it was one of the best amateur leagues in the country. Um, and it had that reputation. It's just—it's not just me saying it. It really, really was good. And um, yeah, and Salamina, if I can speak for Salamina, they were always one of the biggest clubs there. They—they—they um, they, they eventually. Well, I, that's—I don't want to talk about the story of Salamina, but basically, that league was really, really strong, and it was really, really good. And it, but um, unfortunately, in the last few years, from I wasn't involved in the last few years at all. But from what I was hearing, it was dying out. He lost his popularity and um, it just couldn't be sustained anymore, which is a shame because it, it was, it, it, I think, it, not long ago, it, it, it um, may have celebrate, celebrated its 40th anniversary, I think. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So, so did it disband because of finances or politics? Because I know a lot um, of... My fears was going on. Let's get it right. I ain't gonna sit on the fence with this one. Yeah, I, th I personally don't know really too much, but a lot of teams were were it probably was finances. 
a lot of teams were folding. A lot, you know, a lot of the the mainstay stay there. The, the the teams which were there from the beginning, and such as the Salaminas, the Amonies, Anostasi, Kaylin, um, they were another big team. So um, all, all those teams which were there from the beginning and always, you know, um, were the real traditional teams in the league. They started to fold, and then the league started losing its um, its strength, I guess, and. They, were, they had a, a three foreigner rule where you had to be Cypriot to not um, to, to play. Otherwise, you'd have, you'd have to qualify as a foreigner, and only three players could could play at one time. I personally think that might have um, made it really, really difficult to um, to sustain the league with that rule. I think because that that way you were having so many Cypriots who were, you know, the the the, the community expanded, didn't it? So they would have friends who weren't so necessarily separate. They would play for other teams rather than playing in the separate league and this kind of thing. So it, it lost its, I think it lost its, um, lost its magic, really. I think yeah, uh, yeah that that three foreigner rule is it's 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 a it's a funny one compared to what the actual league in Cyprus is doing at the moment, where it's like you need to have two Cypriots in your first eleven, please. Everybody oh, right, else can okay. be from wherever, but at least have yeah. two, and everybody yeah. keeps getting fined for that as well because they're not doing it. <laughs> Nine Martians, really? two Cypriots, yeah. How, how do they get away with that? If you start the match with three Cypriots, it's obvious. <laughs> for example. <laughs> So they do that, So, but a lot of the clubs aren't doing that. So uh, Abuel, Aris, uh, yeah. Bafo, and Aik and Garmiodisa were constantly oh. getting fined because they didn't have any Gibreos in the team. Oh, well, but I constantly, like yeah. every week. Because they didn't have any, yeah. Yeah, which is... <laughs> Which is the exact opposite of, uh, of what they were saying in the Gobbi. Yeah. See, in the, in, the early, in the early days, I could understand that rule. Because in the early days, they wanted to keep it as a, a, a community thing. There was, you know, and the passion was there. The, the, the community was more, um, more tight altogether and everything like that. And they were all immigrants, as say, but well, most of them were. So, so the passion was there. Um, but as time goes by, generations change. I think... They needed, that's just my personal opinion, I think they needed to change that rule because it, it, you could see that it wasn't going to last without that rule. Some of the best Cypriot footballers, for example, were, were no longer playing in the Copa League. Mm-hmm. So they were losing them. They were losing them. And um, yeah, it, it just basically just died out. You mentioned some of the best players there, right? And people that are watching ain't going to know these people's names, but I want you to go back and think of the best players that you saw in that league. Give them their flowers, man. We want to give them a mention on this pod. Come on, no one else talks about the Goba League on podcast. Let's go. With me? Yeah, come oh, on. Right. I suppose you've seen oh. names. You can't say right, Les Ferdinand. Um, he don't count. Les Ferdinand. No, yeah, no. They, they, they had a few pros play. Andy Clark played in there as well. There was one or two yeah. others as well. Frank McAvenny. Googling while you do that. And the best players. That's what didn't know Les Ferdinand played in the Goba League. Yeah, he did. Yeah. For Achna. yeah. Come on, um, Sir Les. Oh, um, okay. Well, my opinion is obviously from what I've seen. Um, it was <laughs> the best, one of the most. Whether he was one of the best, I don't know, but he was. He was definitely one of the most known. Was Nick Shagali. <laughs> he was hot. Okay, that's you, one name. 
I've yeah, heard he of him. Either. I haven't seen him. I've heard of him. It, uh, yeah, yeah, he was hard as nails. He, he um, used to put it about a bit. Um, was Alex Parsons playing in that league? Yeah, he did. He did. Alex Paneri, yeah, come on, come yeah. on. Oh, it was, <laughs> okay. Um, now there was some great players. There was um, George Costa, one of my favourites. George okay. Costa. He actually was. Um, he was a pro, I think, at Blackpool. All right, okay. Yeah, yeah, he, he's one of my favourites. George George, who um, actually played out in Cyprus for AO as well. But he also oh, wow. made, he played for Fulham. Um, See, so a lot of these guys just... actually went on to play for teams though, bro. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they, 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 but they always found themselves back in the Copa League somehow. Yeah. But well, George George, actually, he, 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 he played and then moved on and, and he had a career. Um, but there was, there's quite a few. There's, there's so many I can name off the top of my head. Um, Tony Pony is a good player. He played in the played in the Copa League for many years. Um, there's so many. There, there's so many. But that's just a few names for you. Lovely, lovely. All right, bro. Let's get down to it. Salamina. Now you told me that there's a link between Salamina UK and Salamina Cyprus. Can you give us a, a brief history of the club and how they ended up in the UK? Yeah, well, the the the, the team in the UK was created in 1974 by supporters of the actual Salamina in Cyprus. So they they were fans of the actual team in Cyprus, and over here they created the team Salamina, and they played in the Copa League for years. They were one of the main clubs in the Copa League. Um, huge following, huge following. I've um, always had a huge following over here. And um, they were very successful. They were very, very successful, uh, winning loads of trophies in the Copa League, championships, cups. Yeah, and they made a good reputation for themselves. So um, the, the connection with the team in Cyprus um, is, is just one club. The connection is there. Um, so many teams of Salamina over the years have um, come from here and gone to Cyprus before and been welcomed and accommodated by the team over in Cyprus as well. And they've played them in friendlies amongst other teams as well. So there's always been that connection. There's a good few players who have played for both teams as well, for the one in Cyprus and the one in England. Certainly some players from in England who went on to site who moved over to Cyprus to play for the Salamina team over there. So the, the connection, the relationship has always, always been strong. And it is considered to be one club. OK, so there is an official link between the two entities. Yeah, then. yeah there's a relationship. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's not, it's not obviously, like... Obviously, financially, they sustain themselves. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but the link is there, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good because I mean, we, we've seen, because we've seen some other clubs like uh, Salamina in, uh, in England. So, like, for instance, Omonia Youth that don't really have that connection with Omonia, no. do they? Do they still? No. So, it's, no. it's good It's good that there's a link between the two. Clubs. Yeah. And I think that's what's, uh, for example, um, Salamina, the one over here, they won the FA Sunday Cup in 2016 at Silhurst Park. Many, many. Supporters from Cyprus travelled over to support the team on that day. Yeah, that's the link between the two teams. Well, oh, that's that's crazy, man. Yeah, can you yeah. imagine? Yeah, that, fantastic. Ah, it? that's wild. See, we don't yeah. hear about these things because there isn't nah. any coverage. This is the thing I think with 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 Cypriot football, especially over here, the communication I don't think is there. The 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 um, 
The exposure. To celebrate your achievements as such yeah. or, or what's going on, keep people abreast or just to um, keep um, the hype up, as, as to yeah. say. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, something, there's, there's something, I'm not just saying it because I'm part of the club, but there was something really good going on there which um, would appeal to a lot of people if they, had, if, they, if they were very much aware of what is happening. But yeah, um, to answer your question, the connection, the relationship between the team over here and the one in Cyprus is there. Definitely. Strong. I, I, f- I find it incredible and, and baffling at the same time because, you know, Thassel touched on Omonia youth and, you know, they're only associated with Omonia by name. That's it. There's nothing else there. There's a club yeah. in, uh, there's a club called Limassol, Limassol FC in London as well, I believe. And that's come through Aries as well. Yeah. But this is, this is what, it always baffled me with Omonia. I have to be honest. Um, they've got a very, very good youth setup, strong youth setup there. Um, I'm surprised the the Monia in Cyprus, or there wasn't a Monia here at the time, the older team. I'm surprised they didn't want to link themselves with that. For me, it was a no-brainer. But anyway, yeah, it's it's, it's a bizarre one. But you know, I mean, you yeah. look at you you look at the the landscape of um, Cypriots in the UK, and there's there's hundreds of thousands of us. Yeah. And we've got teams all over the place. And the thing is, it's not just clubs in London. We're talking about clubs outside of London. You know, I know of that course, there's, yeah. a, there's a club in, in Wales, I think. There's one in Bristol, which I think they're linked to the communities in those regions and the universities. I think, are, I think well, there might I think. be one in Birmingham as well, if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 no. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. So we're everywhere, quite literally yeah, everywhere. Course, but yeah. The, yeah. The, there's no... There's no tie-in. There's no link. And again, this is another conversation that we've had on numerous occasions, and Thassa will attest to this. We keep saying, when it comes to the Cypriot national team, why don't they look at the UK or Australia or the the United States? I mean, there's a team called Surrey Hellenic and Cypriot FC, which is based in Surrey in Buckinghamshire. I mean, come on, man. It's it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. I I, I, I don't understand why they wouldn't be looking at players. I mean, if, if... well, have a look. If some players are good enough, you could then um, take them over there. Yeah. But, well, the um, thing is, with with your Salamina, have you seen any players leave and go to I don't know, like a League Two team? Because I know you guys are in the what Isthmian League, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, funny as you say that, we just had a player who, who's moved over to Fleetwood Town. Okay, League Two. Yeah. 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 League Two. Melis um, Asamoah. He's okay. dad actually still plays for us. He, I don't know if you know Derek Asamoah, the name. Yeah. He's yeah, a yeah, yeah. international. Yeah, he's at Salamina. He's been with us for two or three years now. He plays Salamina. Okay. Lincoln, yeah. Lincoln player. Lincoln City, ex-Lincoln City player. I remember him when I, yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. Northampton as well. And I think it might have been Carlisle United. So, okay. yeah. And, yeah, he's with us. He's been playing with us for about three seasons. So, his boy's gone to Fleetwood Town, yeah? They were playing together, which was lovely, over the, um, last season. Nice. But, yeah, his boy's gone to Fleetwood. So, yeah, there is... There is um, there is that opportunity for footballers as well. It's like mm. it can be a stepping stone as well. I mean, obviously, get yourself into the semi-pro football and then see what, what can happen from there. So, where do you guys? Where does the first team play the home games? Plays at Harringay Borough, Coles Lane. Um, oh, okay. So not yeah. the other side of New River. So you got New River on one yes, side. You go yes, up the road towards yeah, White Hart Lane, yeah, ways, and it's there. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah okay. Because Gra- they play a lot of league games. Yeah. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. 
Harringay Borough, they, they actually took the, <laughs> they, they actually took the we're the only club on White Hart Lane thing now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> which they are. Technically speaking, they are. Yeah, yeah. But um, well, yeah. So I mean, that's ground sharing with them at the moment. Um, but it, it works out as well because years. the Harringay Borough owner is from site is it Gibraltar as well? Isn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. They know yeah. each other. But yeah. at the same time, um, obviously, as a club, we'd like to attract more more supporters, more fans. Um, it doesn't have to be from the Cypriot community. It could be um, from, from whoever wants to follow the team and football. But obviously, ideally, we'd love the Cypriots to come together and support the team. Um, it is the most uh, successful Cypriot, talk about the first team now, the, the men, the most successful Cypriot U- team in the UK. So um, it'd, be, it'd be great if people could come along and watch and support the team. And in a way, we're kind of flying the flag as, as to say, you know, it's step four, step, it's a, it's, you know, it's, it's mid-league, that's, that's just standard. And obviously, um, the ambition there is to, to grow even further and to, to progress. Yeah. Well, when, when you say step four, I mean, how many divisions is that away from League Two? Oh, League Two. Yeah. It'll probably be about four divisions. I think they're two away from, I think it's two away from the National League. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so that's the the one below. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that's the one yeah. below League Two. Yeah, because yeah. you know you mentioned Harringay Borough, and they they were quite famous when when Loizu, the head coach, yeah. got his players to come off the pitch when one of their players was racially abused against Yeovil. Yes. Yeah, in yeah. the cup a few years yeah. ago. Yeah, I don't know if you know this yeah. story, Thasso. Did you hear this story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, yeah, it was one of the one of the first things that I got proper pro, proper wound up about on uh, on Twitter. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 2019, yeah, man. That. Four years ago. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Yeah. So, yeah. Time flies. So, I know it doesn't feel that long ago, but yeah. <clears throat> Tell me about it. Tell me about it. So, let's talk about Salamina again. And how okay. many teams are there within that structure? Because you, you're head of the... Sorry, you're coaching the, the youth team, right? I'm, I'm head of youth. I'm head, head of, of youth. youth. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm, unbelievable. I'll tell you a little story about how it all came together. Um, obviously, they, they moved into... Um, um, Saturday football, semi-pro football, and they wanted uh, a, a, to put together some, a youth system, obviously to um, obviously sustain the club going forward, to produce players and what have you, and also it's exposure, isn't it, for the club? And um, I was one of the people asked to come together, and there was three of us who came together, and we our first, I'll never forget it. Our first training session was November 2019, and we had seven kids. And they were all different ages. You couldn't make a team out of it. You couldn't even make a father-side team out of it. And that was 29, November 2019. Then obviously we had the pandemic after that and everything like that. Now, next season, the season coming, we should have 14 teams. I can't, uh, it's incredible how, how quickly it's, it's grown and just taken off as it has. Um, the first season, the first full season, we, we only had two teams to enter. And now we've got 40 for, for this coming season. So it must be decent, right? That's incredible. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. But, I mean, how many... Um, so in, in terms of the, the, cl- the number of clubs in general, so, you, yeah. so you've got... So you've got... Is it, does it start under eights or lower? Under sevens. Under sevens. Seven. Under sevens, right up until under 18s. And we've, right. got, a, we've, got, we've got a under 18 team playing in the Floodlit League, the Midweek League, right. which is EJA which is another thing we've got, which is another stepping stone towards the first team, because that's good okay. level. 
And two of those players from last season, our EJ80, the Saturday, um, sorry, the, the midweek team, Flood League, two players moved on from that and now they're in the first team for next season. So it's literally a conveyor belt of talent, really. Yeah, yeah. And that's the plan. That is the plan. That's the plan. The, from, from my point of view, um, with regards to the youth, we want it to grow. It's good for the club exposure. But the main thing is to develop, nurture and grow players um, and produce good players. Obviously, it's got to be in a beautiful and lovely environment, friendly environment, which I think we've got there. Um, but um, it's to produce players as well. And, and, and maybe not just for Salamina. If we have some kids who are really, really good, because we've got some scouts at the club as well who could recommend them going into other clubs. And if we've got some kids who are really good, by all means, go and play pro football. It's not just for Salamina what we're doing, but at the end of the day, it's a win-win. We're, we're help. And, and, it look, and it also reflects well on the club. We're producing players who go on to play for other football clubs, say um, professional uh, clubs. It reflects well on what we're doing as well. We've had some kids at Spurs and uh, Watford already. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. And it's good That's for us. It's, it's good. Yeah, yeah. You know, That's really good. Hopefully, so hopefully something's that. working, clearly. Something's yeah, something is working. Yeah, yeah. I just think you guys need to, to obviously take it to that next level, whether it be bringing yeah. uh, extra finances. That, that's, that was actually the, my next question in terms of the finances. How does the club remain sustainable? Because obviously you mentioned the Salamina links, yeah. but I don't think yeah. they, they fully bankroll the club. So I'm guessing what? Advertising, sponsorships? Advertising, um, sponsorships, investors, that kind of thing. Um, they've also got a, a, a clubhouse, which is a non-profit clubhouse but obviously money made from that then is put into the into the into the football or into the club um obviously spectators coming to watch because there's um gate gate receipts so obviously the more people who come the better it is for the club um because they make more money but that's how they're sustaining it at the moment but um listen the club's always welcome to um to, for a rich benefactor let's say of course. That's what they need. <laughs> I mean, because the club would love to have its own stadium and that, and you know, and be, you know, have its own facilities and everything like that. So, so what kind of attendance is 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 the club getting? It's it's, it's hard to say on average, but um, for the FA Cup games, there was about four hundred people who were coming to watch. Four hundred people. That's... That that's more than people show up to watch Agrida or Doxa, so you know. Yeah, but yeah, that's not every week. Very true. They, they were they were for the they they were for the FA Cup games. It's a lot less yeah. for the league games, but um, there's nothing there. It's just it's just um, I think people need to know, or, or you know, they may not be aware of what's actually going on or what's there for them. You know, there's something nice for them to follow and watch and be part of the club. I mean, the club welcomes everyone. You know, they just. I just want people to come and follow it and um, enjoy what's going on. Yeah. Well, one of the teams in that league, if I'm not mistaken, hashtag United. Yeah, they got promoted. I just looked it up. Yeah. We, we we played them last season a couple of times, obviously. Yeah. So yeah. Look, I, I I'm all for progression. I'm all for trying new things, and clearly this club was created in a, in a certain way. And they yeah. had the financial muscle, which was far greater than everyone else in that league. So when you see their name on the fixture list at the beginning of the season, 
do you think fucking oh man like they've got a, a, a wealth of riches here like how can we compete with this what's your thought process when you when you see their their, their name on that fixture list well there's always that feeling of you know we, we, well we well the thing is this last season was uh, the first season in that in 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 the um was it the southern midlands spartan league premier league because we won the league the year before so obviously the confidence was there it was a good team we had and we have so it would have been obviously we want to beat these lot. It would I don't think it, there would have been an inferiority complex, but it might have spurred you know, us on to do well and beat them. But um, I think there's envy as well. Their finances and the way they're set up and everything they've got at their disposal. Uh, obviously, there's envy there. That's something everyone would love. But um, yeah, I don't think I don't think the, the fear factor was there. I wouldn't say that. I mean, the games were close. I think the first one might have been a draw. The second one, they may have won just two or three, one, I think. And that was when we were down to 10 men. So, yeah, so it, it wasn't a lot in it on the pitch, even though they went on to win it, actually. They went on to win the league. But, um, yeah, I think the spirit at Salamina is always, they don't, they don't fear anyone. They'll give it a good go against whoever they're playing. I, I think they embrace this kind of thing. This is what they want. This is what they want. Yeah, and there's a great team spirit as well with the players. So they would have been, I know they would have been looking forward to such games. Great stuff, great stuff. Yeah. All right, well, let's talk about your role, bro. Because head of academy, that's that's a yeah. that's a big responsibility, and yeah. I'm assuming you've got uh, pretty much everything to do with the setup in terms of yeah. recruitment of staff, recruitment of players, yeah. budgets yeah. as well. Now yeah. we know that London, North London, especially. It's a hotbed for talent. That being said, when you've got other clubs, there's so many clubs in North oh, London, yeah. mate. Honestly, so many yeah. clubs. And then yeah. that's not even including your Arsenals, your Tottenham's, and then you've got yeah. a few other clubs. Because you know, I know, obviously, it's the yeah. catchment rule and everything. Yeah. yeah. How many... What's it like in terms of the restrictions to bring in young kids and, and to even find at least one or two that you think they can really kick on? Um. You know, it, it, it kind of like was a snowball effect. In the beginning, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, we just wanted, didn't want it to play football. Obviously, to create a club, to, to let it grow. But now, as it's got bigger and bigger, and obviously, that we're much more established, obviously, better players are coming now. Really, really, some, some really good kids are coming. And some are because they're coming over because they know there's a pathway. You, you wouldn't believe it, but even at that age, because obviously their parents know, they are coming over because they know there's a pathway to semi-pro football and um, a good level of football. And then all the setups there for them to even move on to other, you know, if they want to go on to other, like to play pro football or things like that. So we play, so the attraction is there. Like, it's, it's unbelievable how it's just happened. The club name also helps among our community. That's for sure. But um, a lot of players are coming over, bringing their friends over and that kind of thing. So um, it, it was difficult to start with. Of course it was. Um, especially the, the, the younger teams, not so much. But if you wanted to start, say, at under-12s, it's difficult because most kids are already at clubs. But once it got going and once we started um, growing and making, I, I suppose, a name for ourselves, it's, people just contacted us all the time and they want to come. I mean, it surprised me, I'll be honest. It surprised me. And like I said to you, we, we went from nothing to 14 teams in three and a half years, which is, I, I can't believe it. I really can't believe it. 
So, yeah, really, really How do you stay on top of all of it, though? How do you stay on top of it? Because obviously you've got so, the legal side as well because you've got DBS yeah. checks and all yeah, that. Yeah. Well, we've got a committee. So we've got a welfare officer who's been absolutely fantastic for us. Uh, his name's Kay. He's been brilliant. Um, I have to say, he's um, um, kept on, he's, he's spot on with all of that, with every single team. He's so meticulous. He's fantastic. And we've been accredited with the FA, by the way, because um, the club is basically, it's, it's a recommended club now because everything is in order and everything is right, especially the safeguarding for children and this kind of thing and the environment. So, it's a committee. There's a few of us. Um, each person's got their role and what they have to do. And that could be with, with someone will be dealing with sponsors. Someone else will be dealing with the pitches. Someone else will be dealing with the referees. The other one, we've got a secretary. Um, we've got a chairman as well, uh, Mario Scross, who's there. Um, so everyone's mucking in. Everyone's doing stuff. Everyone, we've got, but we've got a specific person with the welfare, like for the things you mentioned. We've got treasury as well. So it's not me doing everything. It sometimes feels like that, but it's not. <laughs> but um, yeah, we've got a good team there. We could do with more people for sure, but it's, it's a big responsibility to be part of committees, I guess, and time consuming. So, but yeah, yeah, we're managing. So oh, look, how I'm, many... I'm... Oh, go on. Sorry, can... you sure? You sure? Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah. No, I'm, I was just about to say that, you know, now that you mentioned that, you know, you could do with more people helping out, hopefully people that are watching can reach out oh, yeah. and get in touch yeah, and yeah. offer, their, yeah, offer their services somehow. Yeah, by all means. We, we, we're willing to listen to everyone. Uh, we could do with, with always more uh, extra pair of hands, as they say. So, yeah, for sure. So, like, as we're growing, it's, it's, it's obviously the committee needs to grow as well. I mean, we started just three of us, literally three of us, but it's impossible for it to have been like that now. I think we've got that. Maybe you should get this is my palm board. How about that on the committee? Well, that's your chairman, your vice chairman. Come on, hold on. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how much I can do from Paris. You know. Well, you, you can look for French youngsters, or you can get yeah. uh, you can get Carrefour to sponsor. Oh, no, hold on. There's rules against that. <laughs> well, get Carrefour to sponsor. <laughs> no, the first thing you said. Oh, okay. Okay. What about Bernard's baguette? <laughs> Bernard's baguettes. Get them to sponsor. Uh, no, I don't want my father-in-law getting involved. You're all right. <laughs> but, sorry, but, sorry. I to... it's, it's fine. It's, it's fine. But yeah, you know, I, I, if you got, if you want anybody to do some spreadsheets or design some roads for you, I'm your guy. You know, that um, could be you actually. <laughs> <laughs> you should have said that. <laughs> Chuck some spreadsheets at me. I can give it a go. Um, okay. Speaking speaking of stats and whatever, and, don't uh, ask him uh, to design your stadium, though. Why not? <laughs> why not? Ben, sorry, Ray, it's, it's a it's an ongoing joke between me and Thassel because he it, it, you need to go if, back to the you need to go back to the podcast where we talk about the new stadium in Limassol and how Thassel hates how it's uh, structured around the. If, <laughs> if if I'm designing sorry. it, I'm not going to have a problem with it, am I? Continue. Sorry, I'll... Yeah, <laughs> no, um, before before we got derailed, um, the the stats we were now. So we were going to go to the statistics because of spreadsheets and whatnot. So, what kind of percentage of the kids in the youth teams at the moment are made up by English English Cypriots? Um, um, say it. 
Yeah, just say <laughs> now. Nah, it's, it's, it's very, very multicultural. The the the, the whole thing. Um, as a guess, I'd say about thirty percent, maybe less, maybe less, maybe less than thirty percent. Hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I mean things, it makes sense. Yeah, most well, teams have one or two, two or three, yeah. um, or maybe three or four. Some other ones, but the majority no. It's just from a mix of backgrounds, and that's what we love as well. That's what we want. We want everyone coming. Listen, yeah, of course. We 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 we, we want the, the the secrets coming over to play for us for sure. If they have a choice, we want them to come to. You know, if they would rather them choose us. Um, that's what predominantly we want. We want we want to be a community club for the for the Greek secrets, and eventually for the for the first team to have more Greek secrets representing the club in 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 in, in Saturday football would be fantastic. But at the same time, we're, we're, we're welcoming to everyone. We're a multicultural club in that way. The heritage is Greek secret, but um, no, we, we welcome everyone from all backgrounds. And that's what makes it nice as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. I mean, as well, location kind of helps with that. Uh, you're going to yeah, have a lot of different cultures in there. And it, it, helps, yeah. it helps the kids as well integrate. Uh, so yeah, that, I think it that's does. And, and, and not uh, like I was touching on before when we were talking about the Goba League, not all Greek not all the Greek secret kids of their friends are not all Greek secret anymore. Yeah. You no. Know? Mm. Not like before, like you you know, the, the, the community all stuck together a bit more than they probably do now. And so spread they're making friends with everyone. So you know they'll bring their friends along, not necessarily Greek secret. And that's how that's how it is. Our base is um we're gonna be we've secured a base now to play all our games at um Gosok, which is good. So the whole youth the whole youth team youth system will be playing their own games there which is nice so again that will be for the club um a nice community feel a familiar feel for everyone there get to know each other a bit more to make it you know keep the, the spirit there so what is, is it a golf school is it golf school the the yeah the, the yeah 4g pitches not not the full g that's i think that's the academy there which we've got access right. to but but there's a grass pitches across which is the school there on the, near the roundabout Yes, on the yeah. yes, I know it. Yeah. I know it. Yeah, and that's going to be also I mean, on Sundays now. Okay, and that was that. That's yeah. for the first team or the the youth. Sorry, no, 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 for the youth, the youth system. For the youth. Okay, yeah. okay, nice. That's a good location, man. Good yeah. location, and it's good to have everyone together, which is what we yeah. always wanted, like a base. So that so we managed to do that as well, which is good. Really, because in that way you can that. you can appeal to the the, the, the kids around the Cheson area. Yeah, of course, bar as yeah. well. Yeah, it's a good catchment so, area. Yeah. yeah, 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 and a lot of parents have got a bit of para, you know, so para is so might end up with a benefactor, it? <laughs> no, but no, 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 but it's good, it's good for the club. Um, yeah, definitely, that's that, that was the plan, and that's what we've done. So Excellent, it's worked Excellent. out well. Bomba, bomba. So, uh, remind me how long you've been doing this job? Started in November 2019. 2019. Okay. Okay. So in terms of how the structure has evolved since you've been there, where, where, how far do you think you guys have come? Are you at a level now where you can say I'm satisfied or are you still saying there's still a lot more work to do, but we're getting to, to where we need to be. Um, it's, it's progressed more, much more than any of us ex- expected in such a short period of time. If you ask me maybe three years ago when we started, you're going to have this in three years. 
I would have said, yeah, I'm satisfied with that. That's the plan. This is what we wanted. Um, but still some teams which are new to us. So um, the way I see it is, like, like I said, we've got 14 teams for next season. I want to get that going. I want everything to settle down. And then I'll probably be satisfied after that, to be honest. It's, it's the, the job has been done, really, in, in, the, in the three years from, from what we set out to do, which is incredible. I, can't, I actually can't believe how quick that's happened. But um, we, could, we could always do more because we, we, we'd love to create a girls' team as well. There's more, there's, there is more to do. There is more to do, more things we can do. Like, like I said to you, we want to create a girls' team and maybe do a whole setup for the, for the girls to play football as well, which will be lovely. For sure, for sure. And I think, <clears throat> was it your under-13s won the, won the league did. or something? They did, league, yeah? yeah. Yeah, they did last season, which was brilliant. Um, that's actually, um, I think that might, be, that might be the first team we've had which has actually won the league. Um, so, yeah, brilliant. Really, really proud of them. Done fantastically well. Um, good, um, really good team spirit there as well. Really good team spirit. And, and it's worked. It's, it's, and you're under 18s? And you're under 18s? Well, let's see. Let's see. The, what, the EGA they in the Youth Cup? The FA Youth Cup? They were in the FA Youth Cup. They played Colchester United. Um, so they went, they went as far as Colchester United, which they, this is a funny story actually, they lost it on the day, but Colchester used a couple of ineligible players. So they went, they, they went, they went through to the, to the next round. But a couple of our players were actually... Um, Scouted from Colchester, and I actually received the letters um, asking if they could actually go on trial with it, which obviously we accepted. So, yeah, so that was that was good. So yeah, see, so they're playing for youth cup. This this goes back to what me and Thasso have been saying for God knows how long. In the sense that Christ, we've got these academies in the UK. You know, Pierre told us he's got a lad that was at Omoni that's gone to West Ham. Yeah, you know, you guys have got players going to Colchester and I, if you look yeah. at say Leighton Orient with the, the Cypriots there yeah. and it, it, it's, it just baffles me as to why there isn't a connection between the Cypriot League back home and the clubs I've out here I've, I've never understood that either tell, tell me your thoughts on it bro because like we spoke about My this other day but I, mean, I, know, I know years ago players went from Salamina here to, to Cyprus I know that for sure but then you have to remember over here, it wasn't a, it wasn't a uh, Saturday, it wasn't a professional league or semi-professional at the time. It was just Goba League. So obviously going over there, they were getting their contracts, they were making a career for themselves and then maybe they'll come back. But now, does it... Uh, how can I put it? Does it is, it? is it worthwhile for these players to... to like you said, Pierre had a player who went on to West Ham. Would he go and play in Cyprus professionally if he's got an opportunity to play for West Ham, even if he doesn't make it at West Ham, he could play, possibly play lower leagues here. But the one thing which has always interested me, which I never understood, was the national teams, the under-21s and, and, and the, the, the national, why are they not looking at the players? Well, I mean, that's that's a very good question. So, that's what I don't uh, they, 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 they've, uh, the under-19s, for instance, have got a new head coach uh, for the national team and uh, he announced like a, a training training event bringing some players uh, to, that he's going to look out for internationals through the season all of the under 19s all of them based in cyprus every single one of them so 
there's there's players like um, Gabriel Ortelli, who we've had on the po- podcast, uh, Delifer at Wat- uh, at Watford as well. We've got people in Amonia Youth, people at your club. We've got all kinds of people that could be looked at by yeah. the Cyprus FA that have been completely ignored. I mean, to the point where they've needed... It. So Gabriel Ortelli, when we interviewed him, said that one of the reasons he was going to Cyprus this summer, as well as the holiday, was for him to get the passport and then contact the Cyprus FA to say... I can play for Cyprus. And it's yeah. it's it's very frustrating to see you know the 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 FA not helping these players represent the country that they want to represent. You would think that 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 they'd know about these people. There'd, there'd be some kind of feedback coming to them. There's a boy playing for this club or there have a look at him. It could be you, you know is, is it do they, would would they welcome it if there was players who who they knew of? Would they welcome it, or are they deliberately being ignorant? Well, That's a very good question. We, it was when we spoke to Alex, um, Alex, who's a goalkeeper at Map. He was at Armonia. He's only 23, 22, 23. and we said to him, like, is there some kind of, you know, animosity? towards the British Cypriots. And he goes, no, he goes, I'd, I'd be upset if, because he's a goalkeeper, because I'd be upset if, you know, someone from the UK gets called up to the national team because, you know, if, uh, in, in my place. But at the same time, that just gives me the motivation to work harder. So perhaps a lot of players don't have that motivation to work harder. And, um, or maybe there's a lot of politics going on in the background. I can't put my finger on exactly what, what the issue is, bro. But let's put things into perspective. You look at the Cypriot under-21 national team, right? There are three or four players playing outside of Cyprus in that squad. One's at Atletico Madrid, one's at Fulham, one's at Hanover, and one is, I don't know, Slovakia? I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Somewhere. Um, so everyone is... With, oh, and Tate Trusty, sorry, five. Tate Trusty's at Blackpool, yeah? But Ooh. the rest of them are all playing within Cyprus. Now, you could say... It's good for the league because the players are, are within you know, the island. They're all there. At the same time, you're thinking the quality of the separate football, while it is improving, it's roughly League One level. Yeah, this is, this is you know? my point. The, the, the thing is, they know there's a big, huge Greek separate community here in England. Um, and obviously, this is a football-mad country we live in. And obviously, yeah. um, kids are playing football. They, they're getting some kids are getting unbelievable coaching and this and that. So they should expect that there's going to be a lot of good Greek secret footballers over here in England who have yeah. been coached well, who are at a good level, who, who will be at clubs. But they, they surely should be looking out for this. I mean, I might be wrong, but isn't there a lot of um, um, players playing for Cyprus now who who uh, uh, this is not Greek secret at all? Only two. And it's only been recent. Well, I'd say it's not a recent thing for that to happen. You know, no, but I mean, it hasn't happened for a while, though. Look at Ralph Band, Gogitz, Dossa Jr. No, they were about the early 90s. Yeah, Dossa Jr. No, it was 2012. Yeah, but okay, well, what I'm saying is. Vincent Laban, you know, there's. 
there's there's a few players that have done that, but they've done Magasa is another one, you know, for instance. No, no, but what, what I'm saying to you is like and when when Roberge got his citizenship a few months ago, right, it was the first time in a while. I'm not talking like a decade or whatever, but it was a long time in a while. And then all of a sudden Joel has got his citizenship, you know, Correra got his citizenship, and we're going back to that again. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But then we, this opens another can of worms to us because we keep talking about the, the national team and the call-ups that Ketsbai keeps doing. So are we really surprised? No. I, I mean, the, yeah. I, when we were speaking to the IS vale, general manager, <laughs> when we were speaking to the IS general manager as well, he said that the main reason for the Cyprus FA not doing anything is because they don't have enough eyes and ears in places. They don't have enough people to be able to do what we're, what we're saying they should be doing. Now, why they don't hire more people, I don't know. But the, the, the main reason for this seems to be they just don't have the staff to be able to do it. Mm. Okay. Although, what I will say, though, what I will say, though, and I'm going to flip it a little bit, Aside from me and you, Thasso, and maybe a handful of others, handful of others in the UK, who else follows Cypriot football like we do? Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? So I, I've spoken to friends that, and ask them about, you know, okay, give you an example, Ban, Lilla, yeah? Okay. You know, I've spoken to him about Cypriot football and he can't believe, you know, the, the standard, how much it's improved from when it was back then. Because oh, yeah, of course. We know what it's like, you know, the, the Brits out here, we think, ah, they all play on a Khorafi or all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's not like that, you know. When you see no. the clubs like Aris and Buffo, the, the, the money that they've got, the infrastructure that they have, clubs like Omonia challenging in Europe, you know, yeah. Apoel now in Europe, uh, various other clubs, Anorthosi, who have changed head coaches and they're going more, more Spanish in their approach to things, bringing in La Liga quality players, you know, it's... It's not the 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 80s and it's not the 90s no, like no, it used to no, be. In the, you know what I mean? No. So I think, to be fair, a lot of British Cypriots are very snobbish. You know, they're very, you know, there's a sno element of snobbery about them. It's like, oh well, we watch the Premier League, Liverpool, Arsenal, Tottenham, which is understandable, but then they don't look at the Cypriot league and they they don't think. Well, let's let's invest a little bit of time and yeah. effort. And granted, you could say no one's going to subscribe to Sidar or Cable and it's too expensive. But there's always YouTube where you can watch highlights, yeah. you know. Yeah. And when you see the quality of player out there, Reban, honestly, you know, let's yeah, get yeah, it right. Yeah. Let's get it right. Thasso, shall, shall we go with uh, the players that were that were pretty decent last season? We had Gogorin. No, 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 no. Right. Uh, yeah? Any excuse for you to be editing that Sadiq Dennis Bergkamp goal? So you're going to have to edit it ah, in now. Yeah, <laughs> listen. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to edit that bit in. Put Sadiq's goal yeah. against uh, against uh, Olympia goals, but there's there was other goals. There was yeah, other goals. Yeah. But I'm, I'm talking about the players. Yeah. You know, like Makeda yeah. was there for a bit. Yeah, yeah, he was there. He was there. Kevin right, he didn't do too well. Kevin Morales was there. Yeah. Uh, this this all this season. Uh, I really had a history of players going over there though. Even even in the old days, like people like Alan Kennedy and. No, um, no, 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 no. Like Ricard, Ricard and Chris Bart Williams. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Bart Williams. Yeah. Chris Bart Williams was up, up well. Um, Craig Higgins yeah. was, was out there. But the, a lot of these players now, they're not going out there to, to end their careers. 
they're going out no, there for no. you know for yeah. for a few years you know, obviously for them yeah. yeah and you know look at uh, Ajax last season in Europe yeah. they did well look at, all right they got hammered by West Ham but on the run you know we're talking about a club that was in the Champions League qualifiers they went into the Europa League they dropped out they went to Conference League and they had the whole yeah. season of European football you yeah. know and you're talking about a team where you know some of these players you're talking about internationals as well man and players that have played in yeah. La Liga in Serie A yeah. so Again, I, I, I think, think this I is think, element... I th- I, like. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. Like, sorry. it is a bit. I think it is a bit of snobbery. It's, it's not so much. I think people are aware that the standards have, have, have improved over there. Obviously, um, the coaching, the fitness, everything like that is a lot more professional over there. Well, it is professional. Um, I think it's just the Premier League is just boom over here, so big that everyone's so sucked into that. And like you say, they're not investing that time in finding out what's going on in the you know, in Cyprus, to have a look, see what, to follow it and to, to let it, because I think, I think, I know anyway, I'm, I'm aware that the, the football over there is a lot, lot better than what it was. I mean, I remember I went, when I played for Salamina, I went over there on tour and we played Aboyo, we played, we played Salamina over there and, 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 and Mizararipo. And you expected them to be better, to be honest, but we're, we're, we're much more aware now how, how much better it is over there, for sure. But, it's, it, it, like you say, still, people got to invest their time and follow it. No, of course. So I think maybe it, it, it's a fault of both parties in the sense that, you know, the Cypriot FA don't really want to show much effort or spend much time looking at our product, but we don't want to look at their product. So maybe it's just this, well, we don't give a shit about you or we don't give a shit about you. So that's just how it is. You know, it's it's a weird kind of mentality. It really is. It really is. I think is. it goes back. I think it goes back to what I was saying earlier about the Cypriot teams over here, with, with yeah. regards to getting exposure. Mm. The Cypriot league itself over there, they're not really, they're not really, they, they're not really tapping into the people over here. The exposure's not there. Yep. You know, people are not. Um, it's not. It's, it's like like you say. It's, it's it's not current. It's not there for you to pick out and see this and see that. It's not. It's not in your faces to say. Yeah. or to prompt you. And that, that's where they could probably do more work over there. Because I'm sure there'll be a market for it. I'm sure there'll be a market for it. 100%. 100%. Yeah. And it's not... But they it, they it, need to sell, just, sell it to us. Yeah. And it's not just from a from a footballing perspective. It's also branding. It's yeah, also creating businesses as well. Because, yeah, let's get it right. You know, there, there are hundreds, thousands of us out here and I'm sure we've got relatives or friends or yeah. some people are lucky enough to have land or, <coughs> or other things. You can marry it all up. You can interlink it in some way if, if you've got the, the, the brain to do it. Of course. I, I just think it's very, very strange how the, our, and listen, I'll just say it, our um, community isn't as tight as what it should be. You know, and I'm going to say this, the, the, the Turkish community are strong, the Jewish community are strong, you know, but the Cypriot and the Greek Cypriot community, it is, it, it, there's, there's a, it's very fractious and there isn't it, it loyalty is. in the, you know, it's, it's just, I'm just and, saying it, I'm just. And, and you're seeing it with regards to what I'm saying, with regards to how many spectators we get every week as a club watching our games. We're, we're, like I said, we should be flying the flag for the country, you know, at yeah. that level of football. Um, come, on, you know, come and watch us. Come and watch us. You might enjoy it. Come yeah. and support us, you know. Yeah. Um, but um, 
Yeah, it's not as tight as it should be. But you know what? Still, this is what you're doing here. This is fantastic. What you guys are doing, you're 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 linking what's going on in Cyprus with the people over here, which is fantastic. Bro, do you know what? this this was never like um, some kind of crusade. It wasn't no, us it... trying to start a re a revolution or somewhat. I, I just think that I look at. I'm going to say it. I don't care who's listening. I look at the resources that we have in the UK. There are various Greek radio stations that aren't doing enough to help, that aren't doing enough to connect the community. There are various businesses that aren't really giving a shit about their people. And it's almost as if, you know, there's this selfish element and there isn't a care or any kind of camaraderie. It, it, it doesn't seem like it, you know. It's all well and good getting on a plane, going out there on holiday and then having a couple yeah. of weeks on a jolly yeah. and then coming back and yeah. whatever. But I just think that we could be, we could do better. We could do better. They could do better as well. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but we could do no, better no, as we well. We could do it as well. Yeah, of course we can. Yeah, you know? and I think that, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult one, bro. It's a difficult one. But again, a lot of radio stations or one radio station in particular, which I'm not going to mention, you know, it's been going around for 30, 40 odd years. And while they started off pretty well, you know, when money gets involved, greed happens and they, they, they don't care about the core principles and they lose it. And us, we're not here yeah. to for the for the financial gain. Well, I sure as no, no. and yeah. Faso and I haven't seen a penny since doing this, but you know, we're having fun doing this and we love talking yeah. about the Cypri League and we love talking to people such as yourself and and Pieri and every, anyone else that wants to come in and talk about their clubs in Cyprus because no one else is doing it. You know, no. that radio station I mentioned had one show every Sunday for half an hour. That's it. On the football. Yeah. Come on. Come it's on, like, you say, they're, they're, like you say, like you say, they lost the, the whole reason why they, they started that radio station in the first place. The whole purpose of it, they lost touch of what that was all about, isn't it? Eventually, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's what I'm saying. They've got they've got a, a good league over in Cyprus. For, for the size of the country, it is. It's a very, very strong league. And like you should, they should be loud in it. They should be, they should, you know, should be um, celebrating that. Like you say, they should be doing a lot more than half an hour on a Sunday. That's poor. Yeah. In my opinion. Well, look, but, if if the Brathlima is good enough for Mendieta to be on the board of directors at Buffalo, if it's good enough for Salgado yeah. to be yeah. at Buffalo, do you get what I'm saying? So, if yeah. it's good enough for Jason Punchin to start his coaching career in Cyprus, yeah, yeah, of course. If it's good for, good enough for Matt Derbyshire to leave Olympiagos to go to Cyprus, we yeah. can go on all day. Zelias that yeah. played for Inter Milan yeah. and then he went to Cyprus. We go on all day, but again, Emisian Anglia, you know, it's it's very, again, it's unknown, it's uncharted territory, and this is what we're trying to do with this is Mapa and actually smash the, the stigma, and um, I think we're doing you're okay doing a great so job. Far. No, you're we're doing a great okay job, so and 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 um, I applaud with what you're doing, but it also shows that. Um, the success of what you're doing, it, it, there is a market for it. There is. It's just... Shh, don't tell people! Uh, <laughs> yeah, we want to be the only... Oh, no. <laughs> the market. There's no market. There's no market. <laughs> no one's interested. No, but uh, there's no market. No, not, not market for what you're doing. I'm talking about there's a market of interest yeah, in their football. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. People are interested in what's going on in Cyprus if someone brings it to them. Yeah. And that's sure. what you guys are doing. Sure. That's what I mean. Not market for what you're doing. I'm, that's all right. It's fine, bring, bring on any challenges, man. We don't mind. We'll crush <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying people, it shows people can be interested in what's going on inside. Of course, bro. Of course. And, you, and, you, well, and you're doing your bit for that, which is brilliant. 
Well, bro, is there anything else that you'd like to mention about your club? Anything else you um, want to bring to people's attention or maybe promote any websites or socials, anything like that? Oh, yeah. Um, you can um, follow me on Instagram, follow our club on Instagram. Um, let me, can you see me? Oh, no, God. I need to get the, can I get all that to you later? I think I've got it all. Yeah, yeah I, what I'm going to do, I'm going to put it all in the description. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me find we've out. Got websites, I'm, I'm, we've, I'm got, Instagram. we've got Instagram. I'm on Instagram, Dora. Don't worry, I will find it. Okay, let's have a look. Which one? There's quite okay. a few Salaminas actually. Blimey, what's going on here? There's Salamina there, UK. Salamina UK, that's the that's the first that's the first thing. And there should be a Salamina oh, Youth as oh, well. Don't. It's on your website. Here we go. There you go. New Salamis FC UK. There you go. Yeah. That's, that's the first the... thing. We've got a youth, we've got a youth one as well. Bravo. Okay. So yeah, on, on a new Instagram. Salamis youth. There you go. Yeah, so I'm going to put yeah. all of that in the in the description below. Yeah, thank you. There's also a Twitter account, um, and I'll put the website address as well. So if anyone wants to go in there, and because you you guys are still bringing in players, aren't you? Yeah, of course we are. Of course we are. We're interested. Um, whoever wants to contact us, whoever's interested in joining joining us and um, being part of what we're doing, everyone's welcome, and you know we're welcoming everyone to our club. Bomba. Well, Banmu, thank you so much for your time, man. Thank you so it's much, still. Absolute pleasure. And I uh, hope you can work on something together. Maybe we yeah, can I'd love to. You'll get, get the camera out and start videoing some, some matches and all that, man. We can do that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's here, it. my guy. It's here. It's okay. Here. Okay, okay, we'll do that for right. sure. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me on your show. Hello, Anytime, sir. bro. Anytime. Okay. Bro. Thank you. Nice. Lovely to meet you, Vass. Stay there two seconds. I ain't, I ain't done yet. You stay there two seconds. Everyone that's watching, okay, give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Facebook, this is all that Facebook, Discord, all that. Where's he gone? I told him he's to gone. stay and he's gone. We told, we told, he's, yeah. gone. <laughs> he's gone. He don't listen. It's all right. I, I promise he does listen. Maybe he didn't hear me. Maybe he didn't hear me. It's okay. It's okay. I love the guy, man. Yeah, he's he's an absolute diamond geezer, and um, the work that he's doing is, is absolutely phenomenal. And we are always here to help and offer support for any. Greek Cypriot team, any, any. We we don't um we, we want to grow these clubs, we want to help. And um if we can do it by promoting it through our podcast, through our Discord, through our social media, we shall continue to do so. Thaso, it's been a pleasure doing this with you again. Always your Always. Twitter and your Insta yeah. are there at yeah. Flares Gaffes. Yeah, there you go. Flares Gaffes, that's the one. And uh, you shall yeah. be back. Yeah, go on. Is there anything else you want to add? No, I was going to say Discord, Facebook, Instagram, Twitters, all, all the businesses. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. You do TikToks as well, don't you? Yes. Not so oh, much yeah. as uh, like I used to, but um, I think now the season is about to start. I think I'm going to get cracking on that for sure. Yeah. So you know, even the, we, we cater even for the young people. Yeah. Not just our old asses. All right. That's it, boys and girls. We shall see you soon. Adios.